how people can build a relationship with their dream contact what's the first step they can implement the golden rule states do unto others as you would want to be treated but what i like to live by is do unto others how they want to be treated not how you want to be treated people have fear or they are not confident to build a contact with that dream people why they are facing the challenges to build a connection russell brunson how did he build a relationship with tony robbins he didn't yeah. go to tony robbins and say hey would you come speak to funnel hacking live next week or hey i'd love to do something with you he took time he served he got to know tony if you can share with us the practical steps that you have put to build the real strong relationship the friendship with russell brunson Hey everyone welcome 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 to the entrepreneurs warrior show this is where we interview entrepreneurs coaches consultant who are expert in their niche and i am your host nilesh jain and today i am hosting podcast with one of the amazing personality today so he is ror expert the founder of ror return on relationship he help people to build contact with their dream 100 or dream people and the relationship that he built was incredible he built connection with russell brunson jim edward and many big people out there in the marketplace and i am super excited for today's podcast so without further ado let's have christopher vos rr expert on the stage hi christopher hey thanks for having me glad to be here i am excited for this podcast really uh, like after a long time it's happening and i'm super excited and pumped up for today's podcast thank you so much for being here oh absolutely my pleasure love yes. every opportunity <laughs> to be able to talk about this so important yes. for your your listeners yes definitely it's going to be a super awesome so make sure you guys take notes and implement what he is going to share with us so uh, christopher can you please share with us about your back story like uh, uh, how did this ror started and uh, even before ror like people who have no idea about you can you share a little bit about you your back story how did you started with the journey sure absolutely and you know yeah. it's as as you're listening to this um i i want you to i want you to think for a second as you're listening take a moment um you know if you're you can pause if you want when you think about this um think about where your life would be think of where your business would be um at the end of this year so we've just started a new year it's january yes. um we've got you know there's a lot of new year's resolutions a lot of people are setting a lot of these are the things i'm going to do for 2024 mm -hmm. and What I want you to ask yourself a question is where do you think you would be at the end of this year if you had a relationship with someone that you desired to have a relationship with for some period of time and this individual that you had a relationship with is the key person is the keystone you know uh, it's the key that's going to turn the lock on the door that's going to open up a door of opportunity because all of us are looking for opportunities all of us want all of us have goals all of us have things that we're trying to achieve and do and a message we're trying to get out uh products that we're trying to sell we're trying to make a living we're trying to earn money we're trying to earn income there's all these things that we're trying to do that we have as goals and so if you think for a second if you could wave a magic wand and say if i had a relationship with that person 
Mm-hmm. It would take my business to the next level. It would take my life to the next level. And so you want to think about who is that person? Now, it could be more than one. It could be it could be a small group of people, but think of now where would your life be? Where would your business be at the end of this year if you had those relationships? If you had that connection? If you had someone that knew what you do? And was thinking of you and then reached out to you and said, hey, I have this great idea where you can take your product from here to here. Or I've got a great idea where we can take my product and your product and we can put those things together. Or if you just had someone that reached out to you and said, hey, I see what you're doing. I see the things that you're working on. And I had a couple ideas of ways that I think you could change or tweak or, or make a difference in what it is that you're doing that's going to take your business to the next level. So as you're thinking about that, I want you to think big because one of the things that we're going to talk about here, I'm sure with some of the questions that you're going to ask me is leading into your first question about my backstory, where they came from. I've learned, so return on relationship, it is so important because the return is the big part because Every single thing in life, every single thing in life and business swings on hinges. And those hinges I call relationships. Now, hinges, if you you think about it, when you look at a door, you see those little hinges that allow you to be able to swing open that door. Now, if you've ever taken a door off of the hinges, it's a pretty heavy door. So you're like, how does this door swing little pieces of metal so sometimes there's one uh, there's two or three hinges and those Mm, hinges allow that door to swing open and closed and so those hinges open up doors i call those hinges relationships relationships are what open up doors of opportunity for you so i know a lot of you that are watching this and listening to this know that you have doors of opportunity you have doors that you want to open And those doors, when they do open, it's going to make a big change in your life. It's going to make a big change in your business. And so everything in life and business swings on hinges. I call those hinges relationships. Relationships open up doors of opportunity. So when I was a child, I witnessed this at a very, very, very young age. This is long before return on relationship was anything of a business that I'm either teaching people how to do this or helping people how to do it. Because that's what we do every single day. We teach people how to build relationships with their dream contacts. And a lot of people come to us and say, I would like you to me with my dream contacts. Please do it for me. So a lot of people still want to have that authentic relationship. They still want to connect with that individual, but they just don't have the time to do it or they don't feel confident enough that they have the skill set to do it. So they hire somebody, pay somebody to do it for them. Now, that doesn't make the relationship unauthentic. And the reason I say that is those, you, a lot of times when you get married, sometimes you hire a wedding planner and the wedding planner helps you plan all the details of the wedding. Yeah. It doesn't make that wedding not good. It doesn't make it unauthentic. It doesn't make it not real. It just makes it better. And so that's what people do sometimes for us is they hire the best people, the best person that can help them get that connected with the individual. So when I was, when I was very young, uh, I spent a lot of time uh, 
doing things with my mom, she would run around town and she would run errands around town, uh, things that she needed to do. And so I would go along with her. And I remember when she we did, she banked at a local bank. And as a child, I remember that my mom used to visit the bank. And when she would visit, she would take gifts. She would take presents. She would take treats. She would take all of these things for the bank tellers that you went and saw when you went and did banking services. You met with someone uh, at the counter and they helped you with your banking services. Also back then, a lot of the management, sometimes the principal people in the bank, uh, potentially the owner or the next in line, they would be inside the bank as well. So when I grew up, banks were, uh, there's there wasn't the big global banks and everything wasn't electronic. I mean, back, back when I grew up, computers uh, didn't even exist. I mean, computers really didn't exist. Personal computing didn't exist. Business computers were the size of maybe the entire floor of a building. I mean, it was just, it was a different time. Yeah. I'm a little bit <laughs> yeah. old, so, but they didn't have the <laughs> technology back then they do now. So banks were smaller. And so sometimes when you walked into a bank, you could meet with somebody that was very high up in the bank, uh, you know, the owner or right underneath the owner. So anyway, my mom, my mom would take gifts and presents and do things for the upper management or the bank, you know, the high bank owners or bank people. She would serve them. She would do nice things for them. Now, as a child, I didn't know why she was doing this. But now today, when I have ROR, return on relationship, now I understand it and it makes sense. So there was a day in particular that my mom had a very large check that she needed to cash. Now, I know checks are kind of rare. Um, People don't write checks as much anymore. Everything's done electronically. Some checks are still written. But um, if you don't know what a check is and you're listening to this, you're very, very young. But uh, hopefully you understand. So you, you write a little check to pay for something. So she had yes. a large check that she needed to deposit or she, she had to cash this large mm-hmm. check. And the check was for uh, one of my father's clients because he didn't have the banking institution to be able to get it cash. So my dad was doing it for him. So it was a very large sum of, it was a very large sum of money, a lot of money, a lot of cash to check. Yeah. So when you walk in with this check, they need to know that the funds are available in the bank that it's being written from so that they can give my mom the money. So I remember a phone call was made to that bank to say, Hey, we've got this very large check that we're going to give money out for. Is it a good check? I mean, is this check going to bounce? I mean, is this, is there funds available to cover this check? Communication wasn't able to be made. Uh, they weren't able to get a hold of the, the right department or something was wrong. And mm-hmm. so they came back up to the counter and they said, you know, I'm sorry, Mrs. Vossel, we're not able to get a hold of those people. Um, but hold on one second. Now, the answer could have been to my mom, you will have to come back to the bank and we'll have to try and cash this later when we can get a hold of the people at the other bank. They didn't do that. They yeah. went around the counter. They went over to talk to the guy at the big desk. And I remember the conversation talking back and forth. And then I remember the man saying for Mrs. Voss, anything. And I'm like, 
So she walked back around the counter and said, Mrs. Voss, I'd be glad to cash this for you. Would you like this in big bills? Would you like this in small bills? What happened there? Now, as a child, I didn't really understand what was going on. I just witnessed my mom do kind things. My mom did service. She did nice gestures for all these people inside the bank. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason they cashed it, the reason they did it, even though they weren't able to check and make sure that the check was okay to cash, was because they knew, like, and trusted my mom. They knew her because my mom served them. My mom did kind things for them. They knew yeah. who my mother was because of the things that my mother did for them. So they trusted her and they were willing to help her at a time when she was in need. Now, my mom did not ask, hey, could you go ahead and do this anyway? Yeah. They offered to do it because they knew, like, and trusted my mom. And so that lesson really I learned that at a very young age. And so what I would do as I grew up is I would help people. I would do kind things for people. I would serve them. When I was in school, you know, you would do things for your teachers. You would do things for other students. When I was in college, when I was in college, mm -hmm. I would do things for my professors. I would spend time with them, get to know them, create a relationship with the professor. Because there's a time when you take your courses in college that you're going to need some help or you're going to need a little extra help or maybe there's, you know, and so when the professor knows you, likes you and trusts you, they're going to do extra for you than they do for other students because they have a relationship with you. So after college, uh, I went on a mission for our church and that church mission was all about building relationships of trust, getting people to know, like, and trust you. So they were wanted to listen to you. They wanted to learn from you. And then I got home from that and went back to college. And then I started getting interest in a certain female, my wife, and I was doing a return on relationship with her and I was serving her and doing things for her so that someday I could say, Hey, will you marry me? Uh, so everything in life and business has to do with the structure and building of a relationship. And when you build yeah. that structure, you build that relationship, the opportunities come later. If you focus on the relationship, if you focus on the friendship first, yeah. all the other things that you need to have happen in your life will naturally happen. So long story short, I was on a call with a coach of mine and I was explaining to him what I was working on in business. And the coach said to me, Christopher, this needs to be a business. You need to turn this into a business. You need to coach people how to do this. You need to help people do this. And so long story, even longer, I was on a, I was watching a Facebook live of a dear friend of mine named Dave Woodward, who he was the CEO of ClickFunnels and he was the mentor of Russell Brunson, a dear friend of yes. his. Uh, Dave was a dear friend of mine. And Dave did a Facebook live talking about what is your ROI versus your ROR. And so he's talking about return on investment and talking about return on relationship. So when I heard that, something clicked. And then I reached out to Dave and said, hey, I'm going to run with this. I want to do something with return on relationship. I saw your Facebook Live. Do you mind if I keep going and do something with this? And he's like, absolutely, go for it. So return on relationship, that's where it all came from. Uh, and that that's kind of the base and root of where wow. it came from. Yeah. That's beautiful thing. Amazing. Thank you for sharing. And when you share the story of your uh, mother is serving to the particular st store, 
then you also share the story that how you build relationship in your college that's a really an interesting fact that you shared that give without expecting anything in return right you, your mom is just serving this uh, store but in her mind there is nothing that i can get anything in return or anything but she is selfless serving them for just serving i really love that one thing and thank you for sharing the deep story behind how ror bond that's amazing thank you for sharing you bet so, yeah <laughs> now in today's world like uh, as you give the story of your mom and uh, even your college stories but how people can build a relationship in the digital world what's the first step they can implement if they wanted to build a relationship with their dream contact in this uh, digital world where everything is ai and super fast so how they can build that a deeper level of relationship on this digital era to draw a really big contrast don't do it digitally anymore uh you know russell brunson talks about polarizing yourself between uh what it is that you're trying to teach and what you're trying to do and and something else and so the one of the thing that has really there's a lot of good things that's come in this digital world but one of the things this digital world has done is it has taught individuals it it is it teaches us how to not connect the right way you know when everything's digital um it is a way of communication and it's not bad but mm-hmm. one of the things it does is it takes away that personalness of it and the reason that is is because there are millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people in the world and they're all reaching out to each other digitally either sending them a dm sending them a text message and it does serve a purpose and it's does important and it is a way that we can we communicate but there's a difference between communicating and corresponding okay and actually building a relationship building a friendship and so what those of you that are listening to this what i would love for you to understand is stop trying to build friendships and relationships digitally think of a way that you can physically connect with an individual and to give you an example of that one of the things that i teach is the power of connecting by sending somebody a handwritten note the power of a handwritten note is amazing and if you had two people and they were reached out to by the same person one person a sent them a dm over instagram or facebook or something like that that's person number a person number b took out a piece of paper or took a card and wrote a little note and put that in the mail to the person i guarantee you the persons that will get farther at building that relationship faster is the individual that wrote the handwritten note because yeah that is a very authentic way to communicate with an individual and it's different a lot of people talk about how do i be different from everybody else i mean like you said this digital age how do i how do i stand out i mean every single day i you know i get many 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 digital messages from people and yeah. you know the feeling and I, that you get that you know that they want something 
you know, they, there's something that they're looking for and that's okay. Beginning with the end in mind is completely okay. Knowing that I want to build a relationship with this person so that I can achieve this goal. That's completely okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But how you get there is everything. And so to answer your question a little bit more, what you need to do is you need to find a different way to connect with people. And one of the ways that I teach is to write a handwritten note to them. Now, this the best way to start is do somebody in your family, do a friend, someone that you work with, someone that you already have a relationship with that you can just send them a quick note. Because here's the wonderful thing. The best time in the world is when you reach out to an individual and you express gratitude and you make the extra effort. Anybody can pick up their phone and send a DM. Anybody can do that. It's easy. It's at your fingertips. Not everybody can go out, purchase a card, get stationery, get the right pen, get envelopes, buy stamps from the post office so you can put a stamp on it and then write a handwritten note and mail it. There is so much power in their handwritten word. And uh, one of the things, we'll talk about this later, but I do have some some free training that I offer to people because people, when I say this, those of you are listening to this, I know you're asking yourself this question. I would yeah. love to send somebody a note, but how do I find their address to send them right. a note? Some yes. people... <laughs> Some people are, you know, some people don't like to share that. It's just not, you just can't. Now, there's there's public directories that you can go in and you can type someone's name and it will give you a, an address. But those public directories are over 90% of the time completely wrong, old information. And so how do you get a note to somebody? Um, I have some free training that will actually teach your listeners how. And when you hear how it is that you can do it, you're going to be like, why didn't I think of that? Um, And so anyway, how do you stand out? How do you be different? How do you do it in this digital marketing age? Stop doing it digitally and start making personal connections to people. Start doing things for people. Start serving them and get away from all the digital stuff because that's how everybody else does it. And Hmm. oh, everyone's going to start doing this. No, they won't. Because people like the easiest way from point A to point B. And so if you want to be different, be different than, than, than that person. And so that that's my answer. Wow, beautifully. <laughs> that's a very beautiful thing that uh, what you mentioned is uh, stay, uh, don't just build on digital, st- start focusing on in-person and start focusing on the deeper relationship. Uh, but you also mentioned that uh, send them a card and uh, a note for a... So, uh, to their contact and all. The point here is, do people have to send a card all the time or how many times they send a card to build relationship with the particular person? Because uh, suppose there is a person who don't know me and I'm sending him card for the very first time. Might be he read and put it on a side. So he can forgot me very easily, right? So how that one person whom I'm sending the card for the very first time, he can retain my name and for a long time, do I need to send him continuously or how I can build that relationship with the card? The best thing to do is find a reason mm-hmm. to communicate. Okay. Um, now, when you want to say you wanted to connect with me, mm-hmm. uh, the first time you send me something, um, you know, 
the thing is when i say find a reason there's always a reason to show gratitude there's always a reason yes. to thank someone there's always a reason now we you talk about this digital world so mm. i am sure a lot of people that are listening to this desire to have a relationship with someone that's online digitally someone that has instagram someone that's on facebook someone's on linkedin uh you know someone that's on these social media sites you know someone will make an instagram post or someone will do a facebook live a lot of people those of you are listening to this you desire to reach out with digital marketers you reach out you want you desire to reach out to an influencer a digital influencer you know um a celebrity you know so, yeah. so those people usually are online and so the thing is say i did a facebook live of something about building relationships and someone watched it and they wrote me a little note that said christopher i saw yeah. your interview and those things that you shared were really helpful to me and i just want to thank you so that's the great thing about it so to answer your question how many times there is not a number because if it's okay. doing if you're doing it with purpose if you're doing it with reason then it's always going to feel right from the person that receives it now if you send someone three notes every week they're going to be like okay wait a second who is this person and why are they sending me so much mail but if there's a reason behind it they yeah. will never think wow this person's reaching out to me too much now everyone loves to be complimented everyone likes to be told thank you i don't i haven't i haven't, I don't think i've met someone in my life that says you know what would you stop thanking me um i don't like you to thank me <laughs> Uh, we, we both follow ama an amazing man, an amazing digital marketer, my friend, uh, amazing guy, Russell Brunson. Now, I would say he is definitely one that he would rather do something else than have someone compliment or thank them because he's very yeah. humble and, and just um, so. But if you no one's ever going to be upset because you took the time to write them a note and send it to them. And if it's for a reason then you're going to be completely okay. Um, but of course, three, four times a week, bad idea. Uh, once a month, uh, just the thing is, as you're building this relationship, one of the things that you want to listen to is you want to listen to your intuition. You want to listen to your feelings because your feelings and your intuition is going to tell you what's right. And you want to listen to that. Um, but spend the time to get to know somebody. And as you spend that time to get to know them, you are going to know and you're going to feel what the right move is what it is that you should do and so yeah. um i've never run into anyone that has over corresponded with somewhere like hey you know stop sending me notes stop reaching out to me and there's so many other things you can do in addition to sending a handwritten note there's a lot of things you can do to reach out to an individual and connect with them but that's just one of the ways but uh yeah have a reason you're gonna be okay yeah that's beautiful thing because the if there is no reason and I am continuously sending a message to someone, uh, it no, it is not going to make sense. And he feel like why he's sending a message to me? What's the reason behind it? So that's really uh, having a purpose, clear purpose is actually also inspire them that this person actually getting inspired from my work, from the effort that I am putting. And that's the thing that you share. Nobody 
said that hey don't say thank you to me everybody love to get appreciation from the world so uh, amazing thing so you also build a uh, super awesome relationship with russell brunson ivan and you are uh, recently in the last funnel hacking live you deliver your speech in front of 7500 people that's huge congratulations for that so uh, did you implement the same thing to build relationship with russell brunson or if you can share with us the practical steps that you can uh, you have put in uh, to build the real strong relationship the friendship with russell brunson and because of that you got opportunity or uh, because of that you are on the funnel hacking live stage so how long it take you uh, to build that deeper relationship with russell brunson so one of the things you wanted to make sure you do and one things you want to focus on is letting things happen organically um the important thing is 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 if you don't force you don't push you give it time you you let things develop um and i go back to the question of when i asked my wife to marry me we did not go on one date and the next date i said hey by the way would you like to spend the rest of your life and the rest of forever and eternity with me uh i know we've only met once and we've only gone to one date and one dinner and one movie but let's make this permanent and live forever no way uh now i guess there's a few people out there that would do that and if it works if it worked well for them good for them but i'm going to tell you if i had to bet on it it probably wouldn't work out that really good and so the key thing is this example that i gave everyone talking about sending handwritten notes 99 99 nine, nine. yes 99% of the relationships that i have right now from really big influencers without being a name dropper uh down to whoever started with some type of a outreach by sending them a note that is the perfect place to start that is the perfect place because when you're sending that you're corresponding and reaching out to them that little note drops into their mailbox their physical mailbox hmm. they go out they retrieve it maybe yeah. their assistant or someone that works for them that gets their mail goes and retrieves it places it in a place that they go get their mail and they open now sometimes someone might open it for them and they'll read it now if you're sending someone a little note of gratitude that note of gratitude goes to the individual if an assistant or someone opens it they're going to place that on the desk they're going to give that to them because they're not going to take from that person yeah. that moment of gratitude they want to make sure they receive it they don't want to be responsible for making sure that that person didn't get that thank you card or didn't get that reach out or didn't get that connection and so what that does is it allows them to be able to absorb and to take in your outreach to them on their timeline now think about it when someone has their digital devices and you, you people keep sending all these digital messages it's very intrusive it's very yeah. in and like you're you're forcing your way in and sometimes people just might not want that much and some people yes. a lot of people turn off their social media or turn off those things because of how intrusive it is and so if you can communicate with an individual based on their timeline now those of us have heard the golden rule 
the golden rule states, do unto others as you would want to be treated. But what I like to live by is the platinum rule. And the platinum rule is do unto others by how they want to be treated, not how you want to be treated. Do unto others how they want to be treated, not how you want to be treated. And so the key thing is, and the principle that this teaches to all of you is, the only way to know how a person wants to be treated, because if you treat them the way that you want to be treated, they might not want to be treated the same way you want to be treated. But if you treat them, how do you, how do you find out how they want to be treated? Is you have to follow them. You have to watch them. You have to see. And the difference between a really solid friendship and a relationship and one that isn't is if you spend the time, like if me and you were trying to build a relationship and you had someone just reaching out to you, just sending you messages saying, hey, I'd love to get together and connect. But then you had me that reaches out to you and says, hey, congratulations on getting your new puppy. I know that it's been a goal of yours to get that puppy. Congratulations yeah. on getting your puppy. All the best to you and your new pet. This person is going to say, okay, this person's reaching out to me and just pinging me all the time. This person over here is like, hey, I spent the time to get to know you a little bit. And they're like, hey, this person knows a little bit. But you don't want to do it in a way that creeps them out or makes them think like, oh, this person's stalking me or, or creeping me out. But so, yeah. So to go back to your very question. How do you build these amazing relationships with these really incredible people? Why now the biggest question, why do we want to build a relationship with that person? Why would you want to build a relationship with Russell Brunson? Why would you want to build a relationship with Tony Robbins? Take Russell as a really great example. Russell Brunson wanted to build a relationship with Tony Robbins. And I, I don't mean to keep going back to this, and I just kind of go back to it not really on purpose, just by accident as I'm talking here. We have this training that we're doing, and one of the little freebies I give out there is Russell Brunson shared to me in an interview. Uh, no, actually not in an interview. He actually taught um, at one of my events how he built relationships with the key people that helped him take his life and business and click funnels to the next level. So Russell Brunson, how did he build a relationship with Tony Robbins? The same things we're talking about here. He didn't, yeah. Go to Tony Robbins and say, "Hey, would you come speak to Funnel Hacking Live next week?" Or, "Hey, I'd love to do I'd love to do something with you." He took time, he served, he got to know Tony. When Russell tells this story, Russell tells the story on how do you build a relationship with some really key players. Running ads on Facebook is not what grew ClickFunnels. Uh, running ads on anything is not what grew up ClickFunnels. Russell grew he grew ClickFunnels through the relationships he had. And these people that he built the relationships with were his mentors. Um, if, if you don't mind, I can touch base really quick. There's different, there's different people you want to build a relationship with. There's, there's people that are your peers, people that are your peers you want to build a relationship with, number one. Number two, relationship building with your clients, people that are purchasing things from you. So that's a second group you build relationships. Number three, would be your mentors. These are the people that you look up to, the Brendan Bouchards or the Ed Milets of the world or the Jenna Kuchers of the world. Those are your the mentors, the people that we learn from, the people that have been to the top, that have been to where you want to be. And that's the and then the fourth group, this is where you make millions of dollars. This is where you make money. 
your joint ventures, your partnerships, people well, that you're able to collaborate and do business together. That is where you make your millions of dollars. But all four of those groups that you talk about, your peers, your customers, your mentors, and your partnerships or joint ventures, those all four work together because Tony Robbins, when Russell started doing business things with Tony, it started with an authentic friendship and a relationship for what Russell did yeah. for that person. And then yeah. the business opportunity. Remember I said in the very beginning of this interview, reach out organically, build that relationship. The business opportunities come later. Yeah. That's the key thing to remember. Uh, so how do you do it? Get to know them. Let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you're interested in them because if you show interest in others, that will make you interested. Right. Show interest in others, and that will make you interesting yeah. to that person. I got a good ideas that I can implement in my business, which is a podcasting and all. That's really amazing. So, get a uh, the one thing that I really love is get interested in them. Just now you shared this one thing. Get interested in them, and then. they're definitely going to get interest and it's kind of care it's kind of care where you are caring for them without thinking too much about yourself you are thinking about only about them that's a, a really beautiful point and you share each and every perspective uh, all the insights amazingly and starting you also share that uh, people have fear uh, or they are not confident to build a contact with that dream uh, con- contact with the that dream people and all of the things so by being in the industry from uh, decade or, or more than that how what kind of things you uh, see that people are not confident to build uh, that much deeper connection why they are facing the challenges to build a connection why they are not confident enough with this one thing right up here right up here it's that false yeah. belief that they they won't care okay. um it won't matter i'm too small they're too big um and that is just a false belief that we all have that is a false belief that i had in the very beginning when i i i reach out to some really big players in this industry and in the very beginning i had those same thoughts as well so here's the best way to get over that create an environment create a habit create a routine that's something mechanical that you do so keep it simple every morning when i get up as part of my routine i'm going to write a note to somebody and thank them for something they did for me. Notice no. I didn't say digital marketing influencer. I'm going to starting tomorrow, I'm going to get up and as now a part of routine is like uh do you have are you wearing socks right now? I'm asking yes, you. I, so you've got yes, socks I. on. You got up and you put socks on. Mhm. You put yes. socks on every morning because it's part of your routine you get your pants your shirt your undergarments your socks on you lay them out and you put them on as part of your routine you don't forget to put your socks on every morning because it's part of that routine so right. part of your morning routine you're like okay 
I'm going to do this, this, and this. And one of those things in my routine is I've got my paper out. I've got my notes out. I've got my pens. I've got my envelopes. I got my stamps every morning. I'm just going to reach out to someone and I'm going to say, thank you. Now there's a gentleman that mentioning his name probably isn't is significant because he won't be watching this and he's not really on digital media that mm -hmm. much, but yeah. I have a mentor of mine named Gary Brown and he taught me to do this every single morning, do this every single morning, do too, and just have it be mechanical as part of your routine. And so I say all that to say this, the way you get over that fear is make it mechanical to where it's part of your routine or it's like putting socks on because then you're not going to overthink it. You don't think, you know what, if I put these socks on, someone's not going to like the color of these socks or someone might not look the, the, like, the, no, you just, you put socks on every morning. So make part of your routine, sending these correspondence or sending these notes out to individuals. And then here's the number one way is what that will do is when that first person sends you a DM and says, Hey, Christopher, thank you for the note that you sent me. That was very kind. Hmm. You're going to be like, Oh my word. And that false belief will just be absolutely shattered. Um, and here's the other thing. I have saved, maybe I'm a little bit weird, but every note that I've ever received, I store in a box. Sometimes mm. they're pinned to my wall. Sometimes they're pinned to a board. I have them sitting around the office and eventually I gather them up and put them in a box. And sometimes I get them out and go through them just to see the people that reach out to me. People, people hold on to them for a long time. But why? This person took the time to do this. So anyway, how you get over that fear is by taking action, making that action be part of something that you're just going to naturally do so that you don't overthink it. And then when you get that first response, now all of this amazing momentum happens and you get really super excited and you're like, wow, you know what? This really does work. I'm going to keep mm. doing it. Love it. Again, another mic drop moment. You just dropped mm -hmm. uh, with us. <laughs> and in this podcast, you are dropping a lot of mic, mic drop mic moment. Thank uh, you. That's a really amazing thing. That Thank you for sharing. So uh, we are all talking about relationship networking and uh, how relationship building can definitely help us. And uh, you just mentioned like about the mindset point, like if you wanted to build a network and you really wanted to build a relationship, you first have to work on the your mindset. And then the second thing you uh, share about the habit building, then I think I uh, also have to add this on daily basis of my life because uh, I always do podcasts and you know, right now you are also on the podcast. So this is something really good point I can add on in the journey. And uh, there's one very famous saying is that uh, your network is your net worth and your network is equals to your net worth. Can you share the learning? Uh, like, uh, can you share how this particular statement actually contributed into your life or if because you personally building network, your personal building relationship. So how your network is net worth actually help in your personal life or professional life? If you can share with us 
So that can definitely help more people, listeners. I was watching an old interview that I did with Jim Edwards. And mm -hmm. uh, Jim is a very good buddy of mine. Um, I would do anything for him. Uh, anything he asked, I would do to help him in any way possible just because uh, we help each other. And I was watching an old interview that he did uh, that we did together where I interviewed him as like a teaser interview when he spoke at my virtual event. And one of the things that he said in the interview, and I hadn't watched this interview in a while, but one thing he said that made me think again about how amazing relationships are is Jim said, I charge thousands and thousands of dollars to coach people, to hop on calls with people, to solve people's problems. And, and so basically he's saying, yeah, I, I, I help people, I coach people, uh, they hire me, they pay me to get on a Zoom call and I help them with problems in their business that they're trying to solve. Yeah. And he said, but Christopher and I, we hop on calls all the time and I never charge him. And no. the reason I don't charge him is because we have a relationship. We have a friendship and we're there to help each other. And so yeah. when I had my virtual event, there are several people that I asked to come speak at my event. These people charge very high ticket, very high dollars. Some of these people are so busy that they turn down the money because they don't need it. And time is more important than money. But when nice. I asked them to participate in my event, the answer was absolutely 100% yes. And so who you surround yourself with, who is in your network will be an incredible example about either where you are or where you are going to go. And so I love going back to this example of Mr. Russell Brunson. Look at what he's done in his life. Look what he's done with ClickFunnels. Look what he's doing with Secrets to Success. Russell just kind of relaunched his YouTube channel. Look at all yes. the things that he's doing with that. All the success that Russell talks about, he contributes back to hard work. He contributes to the people that he had relationships with. And so yeah. your network of people stop playing small and play big, build relationships with people. Like as you're listening to this, think I said in the very beginning, what would your year be like at the end of 2024? If you can wave a magic wand and say, if I could be on a first name basis, if I would have the access. So everything in life is th this network you're talking about is about proximity. It's yeah. about access and proximity. Well, how do you get that access and proximity? Return on relationship, ROR, going to events, spending time with people, shaking hands, following up with them afterwards, all those things that you're doing, building relationships other than this digital thing that we're all stuck in, get out of it and go back to the basics and build that network because why is your network? Why does that equal your net worth? 
say you're listening to this right now and you have a thousand followers on Facebook mm. and you have a product you want to launch and it's a good product. Yeah. What if you went to one of your friends that has 500,000 followers and you say, hey, I've got this product. It's a beta version. I'm just getting it out for the first time. I'd love to get it in front of some people. Would you mind sharing it to your audience for me? Absolutely, they say. You just gained access to a half a million people with asking one simple little question. How easy is that? Yeah, that's easy. But the thing you got to do is you do the work first. Work yes. your way in. Work your way in. Work your way in. You know, Dave Edwards to, or Jim Edwards to, or um, Dave Wilbur told me, work your way in or buy your way in. Well, the buy your way in part is joining masterminds, joining groups, going to events, getting uh, in the room. Well, guess what? You can get in the room with anyone on the earth that you want. And that's why I said in the beginning, think big. Think of what your life would be like at the end of this year if you had that magic relationship with that person that you knew it would take your business to the next level. I want you to think right now. I want you to dream and think I can do it. I can build a relationship. I can get together with this person. I can connect because the answer is you can with anybody. If you do it the right way, if you do it the right way and you can have great success and your network can equal your net worth without question. Wow. <laughs> Man, that's another golden nugget that you just drop in. And uh, the example that you gave on is, uh, again, bulb on. Again, like, definitely you have access. But before you actually have access, you have to work on to build that network, to build that. Like, I, um, I'm i on 89 or 88 podcasts in the journey to today from two and a half years of journey. And because of this podcast platform, I build all the relationship, all the network. And it happened over the time, over the time. Like on day one, I don't have a big guest on my podcast. On day two, but over the time, I'm able to host podcasts with all the big names. So what you said, I'm relating with it. So thank you for sharing this. And uh, with that, we are about to end this conversation and really loved the discussion that we had today on the podcast and i am really amazed with the things that you shared so you also share that you are coming up with something that really amazing so can you please share what was that thank you absolutely because this is this will help you yes. um what you know you talked about those negative things that say you know i can't do this or mm -hmm. or you know you have to get rid of the blocks I call them roadblocks or stumbling blocks or whatever, those things that get in the way. So yeah. one of the things that gets in the way for people is I don't know where, okay, I can write the note. I can put it in an envelope. I can, I can put a stamp on it, but where do I send it? And when I go search for this person, how do I know that this address is right? How do I know that I'm sending it to the right place? How do I know I'm sending it to a place that they make sure that they get it? I have no, a lot of people are like, well, I can go to a public, don't, I can go to a public directory, type in their name and an address pops up, but those are usually wrong. So if you go to the ROR method.com, T H E R O R M E T H O D, the ROR method.com slash address 
dash finder. So the ROR method.com slash a D D R E S S little dash finder.com the ROR method.com slash address dash finder. Go there, register for the free training. And in that training, I tell you how to get the correct address 97 point whatever percent of the time. And you, when you, when you go through the training, you're going to be like, why didn't I think of this? Or you might think I did kind of think of this, but I didn't think it would work. Um, there you go. Yep. The ROR method.com slash address dash finder. This is my free training to your audience. Um, you will be amazed at the messages I get from people that tell me how wonderful this works. So now that you know you want to do it, now that you have the ability to get their address, and trust me, this works like magic. Well, then, you, then you send it, and then you sit, and you wait for them to receive it, and they may reach out to you. There's a really good chance that they are. But here's the thing. As you're watching this, if they don't, you still won. Because, number one, there's something amazing that happened in your mind and your body when you showed that gratitude to that person. It did something for you physically and mentally. So you won there. And then second, you planted a seed. And what you want to do is, you know, you talked about how many times do you reach out to the person? When you put a seed in the ground, you just can't stick it in the ground and stem back and say, grow into this great fruit tree. What do you got to do? You got to take the weeds out. You got to work around. You got to water it. You got to do some things to it and do some nice things. So do the work. Take care of that seed. It will grow into this beautiful fruit tree that will bring forth fruit for you, your family, and the people that you help, the people that you know, like, and trust. So anyway, thank you. Like, yeah, the ROMethod.com slash address dash finder. Go there, register for the training, and I will teach you the easiest way so that you can get rid of that roadblock of I so you know someone reached out to me they're like I I'm writing all my thank you notes hmm. and I've got them in a stack on my desk but I don't know where to send them I'm like oh okay so <laughs> this will help you and uh yeah definitely learn this skill and you're going to be way 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 ahead of everyone else all of us want speed all of us want connection all of us wants to do this as quickly as possible well, this is the way. Wow. Thank you. And what a way to end the podcast. That's really in the, uh, another amazing way you just end this too. And uh, thank you so much once again for being here and share a lot of nuggets, a lot of insights uh, that definitely help people that also help me, not only just people, but it also going to help me to build relationship to uh, invite more and more amazing, interesting guests for my podcast. And uh, thank you for uh, being here and sharing all the nuggets. Really appreciate you and play uh, grateful for your time on the podcast, The Entrepreneur Warrior Show. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks a lot, everyone, for listening. And until then, Nilesh Jain signing off from The Entrepreneur's Warrior Show. Make sure you can share your love and What's the one step that action you are going to take from this podcast and share your love to Christopher for this amazing information that he shared.